Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 7 Media Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust God is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. One can say there are those people who basically um, have a passion, you know, for the needs of the societies that they live in. And uh, of course, also a passion to serve in their communities and to improve the quality of life of those people who are in their communities and such also they are geared towards developing whatever it is that comes as an initiative in their communities and this has been a passion of many but uh, with less attention given to it and sometimes these passions are left to die down i'm talking to sipati wd today and, uh, of course, in the place of Dr. Mabel. Now, Sipati is on the line. Greetings. Hey, Sipati. Greetings, Pastor Ray. Thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, I see you also want to develop many people who basically have a passion for the community. What does this mean to you? Oh, yes. Um, well, it, it has been a um, something that has been on my heart for some time now. And I think it was um, as a result of the many requests I get from people wanting to know how they can be of service to their community, mm. you know. Um, and I guess it's because of the fact that I'm in the same field where I run a non-profit organization mm. in the heart of Daviton. Mm. Although we're mm. not limited only in Daviton, but we go to other provinces such as the Free State, yeah. um, the Northern Cape and others. You know, so they would come to me for advice on how to start, um, how to raise funds, what they can do, the ins and outs, the legalities, and things like that. Mm. And you know, um, I I freely give that because it is a passion of mine to see more and more people giving out their time to help those who are less fortunate. Mm. So because of that, I was motivated to say look, let me see how I can transfer the skill that I have developed over time. Because I've been in the industry for almost 10 years now, you know, which I was also fortunate to have learned from my own parents because they also ran a non-profit organization that was dealing with psychosocial support in the schools, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's something that was transferred to me um, by my parents and I just fell in love with it and I ran with it and it has been impacting life greatly mm-hmm. ever since. Yeah. Now, uh, the passion for it, you know, perhaps maybe if you can tell me about this, because it takes a lot of passion. It shouldn't be done with the idea of wanting to bring across what one can view as making money, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It requires a lot of passion, Christopher. And I emphasize that a lot because, you know, it's not a quick money-making scheme. It's not a, um, you know, the type of uh, platform that will make you famous or anything like that. But it has everything to do with being a servant in your community, Mm. you know. Um, And I usually advise people who truly have the passion to go into this to start with what they have. Yeah. You know, we don't have to wait for donors and funders to knock at our door 
actually, you know, um, donors are more comfortable giving to those who are already running, those mm-hmm. who have built a profile for themselves. So if you're going to wait around and say, no, I'm waiting for funding so that I can start, you will wait forever. You know, mm-hmm. so I will be running workshops to teach people the importance of starting with what they have. I'll give you a practical example. When I went into the field, the only thing I had was my cell phone. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. even have data, you know. So at the time, my dad was not very techniwise, you know. So I would take his phone and hotspot myself. And he, the only thing he would see is that, you know, that hotspot symbol on the phone. And he'd keep asking, what is this? What is this? What does that mean? And we'd just say, oh, we don't know. (laughs) Mm. While I was actually applying for funding using my cell phone. So my first biggest fund was received with me doing an application, dataless, um, on my phone, being hotspotted by someone else. So I'm just trying to highlight this to say that oftentimes we look around and we say, "I, I don't have much. Therefore, I cannot start. Truth mm. is that whatever you hand you have in your hand is enough for you to be able to start. Hmm. It is enough for you to be able to start whatever it is that you have in your hands. Mm. When we come back, I'd like to ask you some few questions also. You know about the aspect of uh, you know societal needs many people would say okay then what are societal needs and we're going to look into that when we come back it's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone sometimes we just need someone to talk to someone to listen to us and what better way to do that than through a quick and easy whatsapp text whether you're having a hard time coping with school family issues being bullied depression or anxiety Speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Billy, are ready to connect with you today. You are with Radio Pulpit AM657, your daily companion. My name is Ephraim. Would you like to know how you can reach more audience through various advertising platforms? Contact me on Ephraim at radiopulpit.co.za for more information on our tailor-made budget-fitting options. Wishing you a successful and blessed year further. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. I'm talking to Sipati Tabudi and, uh, of course, many people would like to hear much about uh, the very aspect of how can I be of use in my own community, in my own society, you know. And uh, we are at a point where we look into the issue of responding to societal needs. How does one see societal needs and what are they actually, Sipati? Oh, yes. Question, Pastor Ray, because um, having the passion to assist or to, to be of, of service to your society is not enough. You need to, mm. to align yourself so that you speak to the needs of the community within which you are in. Yeah. So, for example, you know, um, I'll give you a practical example. You will remember that during lockdown, many of us were not allowed to do anything. You know, especially the church, we were locked down completely. And I know many churches wanted to reach out and be of assistance 
to mm. the community, mm. but mm. they were very mm. limited. And, you know, I, I, I say that the reason why we experienced what we, we experienced during lockdown as a church is that we haven't really aligned ourselves to speak to the communities within which we operate in. Yeah. What do I mean by that? Um, some of us have believed that the only um, good reason for a church to exist is prayer and um, conducting funerals in the, in, in the communities. But the truth of the matter is that there is more that the church can offer. Mm. So um, what are the community needs? Every community is very unique and has its own needs. But I will just generalize and just give you an idea as to the social ills that you will find in most communities. We all know there is the scourge of drug abuse. There is a scourge of alcohol abuse. There is um, the scourge of teenage pregnancy, which has resulted in a high high school dropout. Um, there is a scourge, you know, um, of gender-based violence, which we see and read about in the newspapers daily. Mm, mm. So I could go on and on. There's issues of poverty, which have led to many other problems as mm-hmm. a result. So I usually advise people to study their communities and see what it is that is a scourge within that community. And of course, we cannot be a jack of all trades. So upon um, doing your study and you realize that these are the scourges that you find in this community, try and see which one you could speak to. In mm, other words, mm, which mm. one can I align myself to try and um, help in, you know, yeah. or be of service in. You know, there's people who are passionate about counseling. Mm-hmm. So how about you set up yourself so that you can offer counseling sessions to troubled teenagers, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. That does not require money. That requires your time and opening up your home to those troubled teenagers. And oftentimes when we start, we think that we're not making a huge difference. But the truth of the matter is that one life that is transformed is big. It is a big difference that you're making, you know? So mm. the scourges of, or the social ills that we face daily cannot be dealt with by government. Yeah. The social ills that we face um, require the church, they require people who are passionate about serving their communities to stand up and position themselves to be able to deal with these problems. One child at a time, one woman at a time, you know, one um, drug user at a time until we get it right. Mm, 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 mm. Sure. Now, you know, at times there is this aspect uh, that we see uh, and people would say, uh, <laughs> when you see that, that there is a gap that I can feel in the community and be effective in that. And uh, sometimes it can be, I've seen this person, Sipati, who mm-hmm. actually works on this major road in their township Mm-hmm. Because there are buses and taxis, bikes that are passing by, and also school kids. Mm. So he acts there as a director of traffic. Mm. Wow. No one is paying mm. him anything. He has yeah. brought his own reflectors. Mm. And uh, 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 since he has been working on that intersection, there has not been much of accidents. And mm. none of the kids who are going to school, in townships, kids are going to 
a school, you'll find the school is about two, three kilometers away. You mm. know, and uh, they have to walk, you know, and sometimes you find them walking along these streets and crossing roads. Mm. No one is paying him. He's doing that. Yeah. He's yeah. even closing potholes there. Mm. He saw a gap. He saw yep. that he could be proficient. He mm. actually is passionate. You know, if asked, he said he's passionate about the smooth running of things. And there, because many kids used to be knocked off by cars in Texas, they felt, I should mm. go there and start working there. How do you feel about that, Cipriati? Wow, that is a practical example of someone who has a heart of a servant. Mm. <laughs> a servant mm. understands mm. that um, they cannot sit there and expect to be paid for their services. Yeah. But if they get paid, then praise God, that's great also, you know, but it a servant is someone who is driven by the passion more than the reward that comes with that. Mm. But the beauty of this is that there is actually a reward because the reward is that you go home feeling fulfilled, um, knowing that you have um, brought a difference or made a difference in someone else's life. You know, mm. Imagine the number of children who are saved from accidents as a result of his service. Imagine yeah. the number of cars that um, um, don't have to struggle with potholes on the road as a result of his service, you know? So the satisfaction or whether the reward, there is no amount of money that can actually bring you that kind of satisfaction of being of service to those who cannot repay you. Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. there. All right, when we come back, let's look into the effects that this kind of passion would have on a community, you know, uh, you know, the passion to serve in the community and the effects that are there. Let's look into that. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM. Feel the pulse of the real life on 657 AM. Welcome back. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit. Talking to Sipati Tabudi. And talking about this very aspect of serving your community, you know. And, uh, of course, starting with what you have, amazing there. Now, the passion to serve your community, uh, it's something that needs to be developed, something someone needs to grow within them, something that one needs to, to brew within them, you know, the aspect of a passion. And much of the times it is something that we don't see much, you know, or it is something that we see, but there is quite less of motivation or facilitation of such in the communities. Thereby, we see these passions dying off, isn't it, Sipati? 
Absolutely. I think we're living in the times where everyone is looking out for themselves and the world is actually encouraging that it be about you, 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 and just you, you know? And this has led to what we see today where no one really gives um, much of a care as to what happens to the next person. But, um, you know, we grew up in times today where we were taught that umuntu, umuntu ngabantu, um, was taught that, you know, um, the neighbor's child is my child. So that means when I see them in trouble, I should be troubled mm-hmm. and do something to assist. But mm-hmm. today, unfortunately, what we see is, you know, um, it's all about me and making me rich. It's all about working hard for me and my family. You know, um, what happens next door or what happens to the next person is their business. So... Um, it is really a selected few that have this passion, um, you know, and have natured it to such an extent that they have decided to actually start doing something about it. Mm. Um, yes, we find people who talk about it and they say, oh, I would love to, I would love to. And yet you find people who, when they look at others in the sector or doing something, they will be like, oh, that's great work, I'd love to do that. But if you were to tell them about the kind of challenges that they will come across, chances are they will not even survive it, you know? So the number one driving force should be the passion, and it is developed over time. Um, When you start with what you have, you make a difference in one person's life, it takes you to the next level, and it takes you to the next. And the more and more lives you are able to impact, it really grows that passion inside of you. Until you get to a point where... You know, you just want to teach, if it's teachable, to other people, you know. Mm. Um, I think I'm at that point where I wish I could teach it to other people, to be of a servant to other people, you know. But unfortunately, it cannot really be taught unless the person really has the love for being a servant or for helping others without expecting anything in return. Mm. So as people, I believe... You know, as the Word of God says, that we should love one another. And with love, it means that we consider others before ourselves. And with that, um, we can't help it but to be of service or to help those who are in need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You will help those who are in need, of course. And uh, um, uh, are you finding many people who are addressing this situation, Sipati? Uh, um, are you finding people doing something about it, you know, to help those who can be very much instrumental in their communities? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm finding more and more people um, going into this, you know, um, although many are frustrated by the fact that how do we start, Mm. you know? However, more and more people are wanting to do something. As you mm. mentioned, also an example of someone who has taken their time to stand in the robot mm. <clears throat> to mm. serve mm. other people. You know, we see it everywhere, you know, where others have decided to offer their services in this way. I know of others who offer free lessons, math and science lessons to those who are less fortunate, and no one is paying them for all of these things, you mm. know? So mm. we are, I want people to be encouraged and know that. There are people who are out there who are doing great work without being paid for that work. Yeah. And, you know, I know I emphasize the issue of being paid. Um, 
I'm not encouraging, you know, the issue of um, we should expect to be poor or we should settle for poverty. Not at all. Mm. Um, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, uh, with service, there comes a little bit of sacrifice every now and then. With service, there comes, you know, um, more time that you need to put in. There comes, you know, a lot of things that you might have to put in without getting anything in return. But what drives us to continuing to do so is the passion that we have in changing and transforming people's lives. Um, the Word of God says we should go ye and preach the Word of God, you know? Mm. So in us doing that, um, you know, when you really look at the ministry of Jesus Christ, I, I, I always say that he never did ministry without giving. So mm. with, for him, it went hand in hand with preaching. Mm. where he was preaching in the mountain and he fed 5,000, mm. you know? Mm. So we can position ourselves to do exactly that. And because you'll be surprised how people become more recipient to the word when, you know, um, there is that servanthood that they sense in us, wanting mm-hmm. to help, mm. you know, mm. not just end with, oh, I'm going to pray for you to be full when you are hungry. Mm. Um, take a step and offer them something that deals with the problem that they are facing at the time. I am not saying prayer is not important. It's very important. However, um, people want to see the love in action as well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. So let us, as children of God, put into practice the importance of ministry that goes with giving. The same thing that we are able to do in the church when it's tithes and offering is the same thing that God expects us to do, not only with money, but with our time, with our intellect, with our skills. You, you know, um, giving this skill to someone else is ministry. You know, teaching someone else something that they don't know, that they can mm, actually live mm, out of, mm, and have mm. a, a, an income out of, is ministry. You're yes. ministering to that person because what you're doing is you are transforming and changing and bringing change into their life. They will see God in you through that kind of ministry too. Mm, absolutely. We are together and uh, we trust and believe God is doing you good blessing you so much in a mighty way i'm talking to see but when we come back we are wrapping it up you know giving words of encouragement to those who are doing everything and of course to also see what are the things that uh, they are doing in daviton about this thing it's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone sometimes we just need someone to talk to someone to listen to us And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. 
Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. The words of the Lord are words of life. You hear it on 657 AM. There we are at the conclusion of the matter. Sipati, you know, um, what you have been talking about and what we are touching on really appeals to the noble aspect of everyone, you know, uh, in that if we are those kinds of people who ignore the very fact that uh, we have a call and a responsibility towards our own communities. We basically become a fantasy of members of that community. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was growing up, when you had a degree, you had an obligation to at least, you know, do some voluntary uh, after school work uh, mm-hmm. for those who are doing meds and those who are doing what what and those who are doing what what. And we called it giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, much of the times these efforts are done by people to invest into a community for a brighter future, to bring in a community a nobility of life, you know, to improve the uh, conditions that they live in. So you find in communities there are NPOs that come as churches, ministries, whatever, and the businesses that can actually be helped and trained to do all those things in the rightest of ways. And much of the time, something that we don't seem to be seeing quite well, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, wow. I, I like the fact that you mentioned that in the past, you know, that that was like an obligation to you or like a responsibility as a mm. responsible citizen to give back to our community. And I'm glad that there is still people like that who feel the responsibility to give back Mm, to our mm. communities and are doing that quite well. And, you know, uh, we see many children's lives being changed as a result um, or them getting a better opportunity as a result of the assistance that they got from selfless people such as yourself and others, you know, Mm -hmm. so as I was saying, we run a non-profit organization in the heart of Daviton. It's in Ekuguleni. Um, however, we've been blessed to also penetrate other provinces in the Free State, in the Northern Cape, you name it, mm. where we have offered um, free skills training to unemployed youth in those areas. You know, We also open our doors for young people who need to come and do some research or apply for jobs free of charge. You know, mm. They can come, mm. um, print their CVs, fax, um, email, you name it. As long as you're a young person who's in need of, um, of of a job or wanting to start your own business. Now, um, with this passion, as I said earlier, that you get to a point where you just want to teach everyone else around you. Yeah. And I felt that I am at that point or that place right now in my life where I want to do some kind of a skills transfer where I teach more and more people how they can start with what they have. Because mm, I also mm. started with what I had at the time, people often see what you have now and think it's easy or that you have to wait until you get to this for things to start rolling. But the truth of the matter is that there has to be some spade work 
in the background that you put in place in order for you to be of great impact in the community that you serve. So I will be running workshops to try and capacitate people who have a passion to serve their communities. So mm, what mm. I've, I've made very clear is that people who should attend my workshops are the people who have a passion to serve their communities. I'm also inviting church leaders because I know that when we have the church positioning itself in the right way in the communities, they will be of great service and they will be able to deal with the scourge of, you know, the social ills that I I mentioned earlier Mm. in a better way Mm. than before, you know. So I'm encouraging everyone in that space to come and learn, you know, the type of organizations that exist in our country, how to start with what they have, how to respond to the to, to societal needs, um, the legal compliance, fundraising and funding, and the biggest one, which is sustainability, because it's good to start, it's good to get the funding, but you need to be able to sustain yourself because you cannot rely on donors forever and ever. Yeah. You know? So those are some of the skills that we will be transferring to those who are passionate with um, to serve their communities in these workshops. And they will be power-packed. I cannot really stress enough the importance of coming prepared to these workshops. I'm just so excited because um, it's something I've been parking for the last year or two now. And now that it's happening, I realize that the impact this will have, not only in those people who will be attending, but the life that they will be impacting after they attend these workshops because they will leave these workshops with the ability to know that what they have in their hands is good enough and is a resource for them to be able to start um, working within the communities which in which they are which they are in. So the workshops are coming up. I'm excited about it, and we've also, um, you know, uh, made sure that there is a book that they will leave with that will teach them the step by step. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, skills of how to write a proposal to, to, to funders, what to do. And, you know, and this book was written by someone who has decades and decades of experience in the nonprofit organization sector. So mm. he speaks from, you know, his own experiences, his success, his failures. And it's great to learn from such people, you know, yeah, because yeah. you know what to avoid, you know what to stick with. So um, I will be having those workshops and those who attend will be receiving that book as well. And I know that those who attend will be our success story because what we want after this is people who will go out to their communities and start making a difference. Well, Sipati, thank you so much and uh, we wish you all the best in this and may everyone who is doing it, because I I believe it, it is being used by God, you know, uh, when you do these kind of things in your own community, it's it's a man of God using you, the guy on the intersection that is busy. I believe he's a rendering he's rendering a service for God. He's used Amen. by God, and uh, that is something to really look at from that perspective. So, people are getting a chance here to be used by God mightily. How do people connect with you? Oh, yes. Um, in regards to the workshops, Pastor Ray, they can watch up our office. And the number is 061-302-6039. Or they can send us an email um, at uh, workshop at meshakwdfoundation.co.za. Workshop at meshakwdfoundation.co.za. 
Thank you so much. We appreciate you and God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much for having me, Pastor. I truly appreciate it. All right, there. That is Sipati Thank you so much for tuning in. We give God the glory and the majesty and the honor. He's king above all else. Until we talk again next time, shalom. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Pulpit, Radio Pulpit website, The Word for Today magazine and The Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.